Hey there, welcome to The Next Level, the mental fitness podcast for entrepreneurs and executives ready to raise their mental game and performance. I am your host, Bonnie J. Skinner, and today we're talking about the three most common mistakes made by anxious entrepreneurs. Let's dive in. You know, as a as a coach and a mentor, I have a lot of clients who struggle with anxiety, right? You know, business is fast-paced, it's, you know, high pressure, so anxiety is a normal normal response to those things, the heightened stress. And there are three common mistakes that entrepreneurs make, not just entrepreneurs, but people in general make when it comes to anxiety, right? So today we're going to talk about the three of them, and they make them in a way that they actually compound one another, okay? So... The first mistake entrepreneurs make when they're anxious is not taking time to calm themselves. Now, I know a lot of folks say, you know, breathe and go for a walk and, you know, take 10 minutes or take a time out. And these things may sound really trivial. They may sound like, you know, if someone's saying saying them to you and you're actually in an anxious moment, you may not take kindly to them. They may seem like, you know, that person doesn't understand what's going on and they don't understand the gravity of the situation. But the reality is, if you are in a highly anxious state, neither do you. You don't understand the gravity of the situation. And what we always want to be able to do as we build our mental fitness is make the best decisions that are rooted in the clearest perspective possible. Okay, So when we're anxious, our brain changes the way it sees things. We actually become a lot more um a lot more prone to assuming that things are more threatening than they are that they're more catastrophic than they are and basically we we were able to blow things out of proportion so when entrepreneurs don't take time to calm themselves it runs them into the second problem the second problem is misidentifying the situation or the problem at hand okay so um let me think of a situation. So imagine for a second, you have, um, you find out that there's an accounting error. Okay. And somebody comes to you and they're like, wow, we made this, you know, really big mistake. And you know, there was this big error. And it means that, you know, we actually maybe didn't pay enough taxes, you know, as we, as we should have. Now, upon hearing that, if you've got a highly anxious entrepreneur, then what happens is they start responding. And by responding, I mean, they feel this visceral response their heart rate increases, they don't realize it, but their pupils dilate, their respiratory um, rate increases, they start breathing heavier and stressing out, their muscles are getting tense. And if they don't have the awareness, they may not even realize that all of these physiological changes are happening, okay? When those changes or as those changes start happening, we're also starting to shift perspective. So again, that means that subconsciously, our brain is starting to make up horror stories, So instead of just hearing, oh, yes, I have to deal with this issue, you know, of paying too much or too little taxes, in the background, you've got the brain going, oh, my God, what does this mean? What happens? What are the consequences? And it's walking out. It's creating this long and detailed horror story that you don't even know you're thinking. Okay. And it's spinning and spinning and spinning. And that increases the amount of physiological activation and then we've got this kind of compounding factor happening okay so 
and you you would know this if you if you've ever tried you know reason with somebody who's really anxious like you realize they're just not thinking straight that you can't get logic in in that state okay we call that a limbic state the third problem that is therefore created is the anxious entrepreneur starts trying to solve not the problem that's real which is the horror story that's that's happening the the fear of of what if what if what if but they actually start trying to solve the problem in front of them with these knee-jerk impulsive reactions right so that's when you get people that are you know yelling or they're they're uh, maybe being more aggressive in the way that they're reacting to things or they're panicking or they're saying let's do this let's do that call this person get this person on the phone without actually just stopping and saying okay what is the best way to work through this right so for example if i'm in an anxious state this is my situation I'm like oh my god like we didn't pay enough we'll call this one what i'm actually doing is i'm propagating the anxiety through my staff so now not only am i thinking straight now the staff that i need to solve the problem aren't thinking straight either because not only are they worried about the problem they're now worried about a stressful or an anxious or an upset boss okay so we start to create these outward ripples of anxiety through our organization right so with those three three simple mistakes right that we're all very very prone to making one not taking time to calm ourselves two because of that we misidentify the problem and three we start working on a problem that really isn't the problem creating a whole rippling effect so when we're anxious the first and only job we have is to calm our bodies right now a lot of us that you know for some of us it's going to be easy if you've got a regular meditation practice or you've got good solid grounding practices you may actually be a little bit better um, better at that than most but for those who don't these are the times when you really want to ground your breathing i always say to folks like listen if you can leave the situation leave it even if it means getting in your car and driving so well you know if you're really anxious please don't drive but you know going for a walk grabbing a coffee or going outside right i don't care if you go outside and you know curse and swear for the first couple of minutes but then take the next few minutes to just breathe and when you feel like when you literally feel your muscles becoming less tense that's when you know things are changing okay that's a great indication that your panic brain your threat ridden brain is starting to switch control back over to your rational brain your, your logical brain the brain that is the one that we need for problem solving okay so it really comes down to understanding that connection between mind and body and when we're anxious it's always body first because we cannot make good decisions in that state we may make decisions that you know don't blow up in our faces and it may go, go good for a while but that's not the pattern we want to get ourselves in okay, so we really want to go back to getting ourselves calm and then once we're calm kind of playing what if so that you have an opportunity to identify what the problem is so it's like like what's really bothering me here it's like oh well i've never had an accounting error before i don't know how to fix this i'm not sure what to do okay so great there's there's another problem that you're probably responding to subconsciously but once you identify what these other problems are, then you can start to put solutions in place for those and say, okay, maybe I need to call somebody and ask for help. Maybe I need to call my mentor. And you start actually problem solving in a way that's effective and doesn't create more problems for you, right? And then once you realize what the real triggering fears are, 
you can go back to acting on that original problem with calm, right? Because the last thing you want to do, again, is amplify that anxiety, send those ripples outward through your organization. So the next time you start to feel anxiety taking over, calm your body, figure out what the real problem is, and go back to solving that problem first. And that's how you get to and stay at the next level.